When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to a new podcast, The Paddock and the Pavilion with Stephen Wallace. In each show, Stephen will interview someone connected to the world of horse racing or cricket. Hello everyone. As a follow-up to my podcast on Roy Rocket with his trainer, John Berry, I am today pleased to be with his most regular jockey, John Egan. How are you today, John? Very good, Stephen. Thank you. And yourself? Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. Um, now, th- we're recording this on Monday, the bank holiday Monday, and you're just back from a, a cold, wet and windy bath. Very wet and windy today there it was. Um, not really May weather, you know. It's un- un- surreal, really, you know. Um, very cold and windy there, and hopefully the weather picks up soon now we get a little bit of summer. Well, you should be uh, feeling okay because you're a over 50-year-old jockey and uh, uh, they seem to be the best jockeys at the moment, having won the 1,000 guineas and the 2,000 guineas. Well, they're the most experienced anyway and uh, they seem to be doing the business at the minute with Frankie 50 and, uh, uh, yeah, and, and, and uh, Franny Norton had a group two winner the other day and then Kevin Manning, 54, rode the, rode the guineas winner. So, you know, it's, 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 it's brilliant. So you've got, year, you've got years to go yet, then? Please, God. Please, God. Well, let, let's get on to the, our podcast today about Roy Rocket. To start with, what were your thoughts when you heard the, the sad news that uh, Roy had died? Well, I was devastated. Um, I got a message from Emma. Um, Emma let me know, John's wife. And um, I, didn't, I didn't speak to John for a couple of days, I didn't get a hold of him. Obviously, he was very upset um, after Roy passed. And, um, you know, Roy was like a member of the family, really, for everybody, I think. Um, and, you know, for, for he, he, was a, he was a great little racehorse. And, and look, at he, he achieved plenty. Um, and uh, he'll, be, he'll be fondly remember, remembered by everybody. And hopefully one day they'll, they'll, they'll put up a little statue in memory of him in Brighton where he just loved to race and uh, he liked to go to the seaside this summer. And we were very much looking forward to him going there this year. John and myself were 
so delighted when we heard Brighton was reopening and uh, we said Roy will be delighted as well. So, but anyway, that's, that's life, you know. Well, you first rode Roy at Kempton in January 2015. Um, he was a five-year-old. It was his 14th race and you came a close fourth. What do you remember about the first day you rode him in a race? Yeah, I remember riding him finishing fourth the first time on him and uh, he ran a nice race and I felt sure that he would definitely um he definitely win in races so I didn't I didn't think that he would he win as many as he did. But um he I think he won he won nine of his of his sixty races, I'm sure, if I'm if I'm correct. And um all of them wins coming at, at, at Brighton, which he really, really loved racing there. He excelled at Brighton. But uh, he was a bit of a character as well, you know. He had his little kinks, but um, he was he was a lovely horse. He was a lovely horse. Well, Roy's first win uh, at Brighton came on the twenty first of April, two thousand and fifteen, and he won there again seven days later, both with you in the saddle. What do you remember about those first two wins at Brighton? Um, I remember he was he, he was a horse that co- pulled quite hard, and. Um, we always thought that he was better just settling in behind and sitting last. And um, um, I was I was surprised I was surprised actually that how you could sit out the back so far on him. And and uh, the main thing was that they went enough pace for him really. If they went to true pace over a mile and a quarter, and uh, that's what really suited him. But um, I remember him at the start as well. He had a little tendency to when you'd be just sitting there on him and and. Next minute, he put his head down and he nearly pulled you out over the saddle. And he caught me on a number of occasions. And I think, actually, he did pull somebody off one day. I don't know who it was. I can't remember. And uh, I, I, I actually forgot to tell them to be careful. And uh, another another thing he used to do, he had to load late because he'd climb up in the stalls and put his, he'd put his, he'd put his uh, hoof out over the front of the starting stalls if, if you let him. And uh, he just had little, 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 little kinks. And he's, he's his own little way. You know, he was a character. Well, you must have got to know him well because you rode him 25 times and you rode six of his nine wins at Brighton. Why did he like Brighton so much? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I think, I think maybe at Brighton, it, it suited him the way the race used to run. They'd, they'd go a nice gallop and, um, you know, he'd, he'd just pick up going up that hill pull him to the outside and off he'd go you know um just some 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 horses that track suit and 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 obviously he was one of the horses that it suited and um you know he just excelled there and i'm sure if he was around this year he'd have won, he'd have won lots more races there but unfortunately we won't have him this year and um very very unfortunate for for everybody and the ladies the ladies that owned it i used to look forward to meeting them at the races they were great girls and you know the the one thing they always they always said to me going out they never worried about winning they always used to say just make sure bring Roy back safe that was all they they ever cared about was bring back Roy safe that was it so, that's nice you know, to hear very, yeah yeah very sad very sad for them they loved the horse and everybody everybody in Brighton used to love the horse I mean he became kind of like a little pop star didn't he well, that's exactly my next question. I was going to say, what was it like riding him at Brighton? He was like a celebrity there, wasn't he? Yeah, it's pretty. be waving at everybody coming in. And whether you won or lost on Roy, everybody would clap Roy all the time. You know, well done coming in. Even when you got beat, it didn't, you know, everybody just loved Roy. And um, 
he was he, he was a great little character and as you said that I really got to know him well. I knew every little bit of kink in his armour and um you know, but there was no harm in him and he was he was just a lovely horse and he loved John's home where he lived with him and um you know, John knew him in and out and, and, and he was more like having he was more like having a pet and a friend around the place, I'd say, for John than actually a racehorse. And he'd meet you on the road and he'd say, oh, Roy's in next week. And, you know, and everybody in Newmarket knew Roy because John rode Roy out every day and you'd see him going around the town on him and um, happy horse, happy trainer. And um, and and we missed actually seeing both of them going around the town, to be honest with you, Stephen. We used to call into the yard there to see Roy. And Roy would be, he could be just opening the door to let him out and he'd go out, he'd know his way out into the paddock and he'd go out in riding and he let himself in and out wherever he wanted to go in the yard. He was like he was very he was he was like a human nearly, you know. And when you get to ride a horse <laughs> that often, you must really know the horse really well. Ah you do and it's a, it's a massive help to when 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 you do when you do uh, know each other well and obviously he knew me well and I knew him well and, and we had a little thing going and, and, and that was great and it worked and and we got plenty of wins out of it and, you know, as I say, it's just unfortunate and, and, and terrible what happened, you know. But the one thing, the good thing, that the horse didn't suffer. Sean said this, you know, he, he, he died. He died more, almost instant, you know. Yeah, John, John said to me on... Uh on the other podcast that I'm going to put out that he almost let John get off the horse before he actually sort of collapsed. Yeah. John, John, John told me that actually. John said that he knew when he kind of saved him to get off and then he just died. But, um, no, very, very sad indeed. And as I said, I didn't, I didn't manage to speak to John for a few days cause I knew how caught up he would be over the horse. And then, and, and, um, so, but I, I obviously I've spoken to him since, and these things and, happen unfortunately. But we 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 we've got good memories to hang on to, which is the main thing, isn't it? It certainly is. Yeah. And I, I read somewhere that it said that you used to sing to Roy Rocket. Is that right or not? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Always sing to him. There's there's a lot of horses out there, to be honest, believe it or not, that they do like you singing to. And I rode I rode one the other day for Simon Dow in. Goodwood and the girl actually leading me up he was a little bit tricky and 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 she just said to me it likes to be sang to and I said I sing to a few of them actually and so there are there are horses that like to be sung to and uh, they're like people they're all different they're all different and as you say it would be nice if um, a Brighton racecourse could commemorate Roy in some way as well yeah I'd be very surprised I'd be very surprised if they didn't because there was actually people there was people that went to Brighton just to see Roy Rockers, believe it or not, just to see Roy Rockers. And uh, I think, I think, I think uh, to, it'd be very fitting to have some memory of him in Brighton that he loved so well and the people loved him. And, and it would be great for us to go to Brighton and be able to see it and, and he'd still live on in everybody's memory. It would be nice. Well, it must have been a great, uh, great for you to be a part of the Roy Rocket uh, career thank you very much for joining me on the paddock and the pavilion and hopefully i'll be able to get you on the podcast to talk about john egan again one day no problem Stephen. anytime take care thank you very much thank you for listening to the paddock and the pavilion follow us on twitter facebook 
and now on Instagram at the pad and path. Don't forget, if you like the show, please do leave us a rating and review. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.